Yep. What's good, everybody? What it is and what it ain't. This is another segment of Ray's Podcast. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, Face? What's up, Brandon? Good. What's happening? So today, uh, everyone, Sherman will not be with us today, you know, for personal matters. Kids come first, so we would definitely respect that. But you already know we got to get the ball rolling. Appreciate you guys tuning into the video. Make sure you like and subscribe. And don't forget to share this video right share now. It. Share this share. video for us right now because today is about to get real today, blockbuster trade. So what it is and what it ain't, if you don't like what we got to say, Join it. Join the page. Now, 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 now. Obviously, I forgot to do the small introduction to, to the uh, right of me. You know, I got face and at the bottom, B Monk. Yes, sir. So today, so what's up? What's up, little man? <laughs> so today, a blockbuster trade went down. Something that you wish for, Brandon. James Harden. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Something something that everybody is shook everybody. James Harden is going to the Nets. He got what he want. He doesn't he didn't want to be in Houston anymore. But the Nets had to give up some pieces. They had to give up Jared Allen. They had to give up Karis Levert. You know, things in that nature. And they gave up a lot of picks. I think it was four first rounds and four swaps. They gave up eight people. Yeah, they gave up they gave up a lot of picks. <laughs> <laughs> eight James people, Harden, ten people. Blockbuster trade James Harden and then Victor Oladipo is on the Rockets now, and Karis Levert is with Indy. Everybody know, like you said, somebody in the chat right now said, "I know what y'all talking about." Yeah, you already know. Make sure you uh, share this video too. But uh, Brandon, we would like to start off with you. How do you feel about this trade? Who won? Who lost? And what is your expectations for Brooklyn? Uh, so who won, who lost? I think I actually think Brooklyn and the Rockets won. Okay. Uh, the Rockets got rid of somebody who obviously did not want to be there. So for guys like John Wall, Boogie Cousins, um, Christian Wood, well, those two first, and then guys like Christian Wood, guys who were looking for opportunity to be a part of like a team that like with camaraderie and stuff like that, they get the win on that. And then for Brooklyn, I can't be as excited as I would like to be because of another thing that we're going to be talking about, the point guard. But <laughs> I think, man, to, to gain an all-star and not lose another all-star, and even though, yes, you had to give away some important pieces, but you still kept guys like Joe Harris. Spencer's hurt, but he'll be back. I think he even said something about trying to make it back before playoffs. I'm not suggesting that, but. You still got guys like him, vets, Jeff Green. You got my guy. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. Lights can do the box. Yeah, like he's serviceable. Shem serviceable. And then on top of that, you got three all-star players. Uh, DeAndre Jordan still there. I don't know if I said Joe Harris, but I like it for Brooklyn. I know it's tough. They're going to lose some, some solid pieces, but – Nobody can answer my question. When has three guys that close to their prime not won a championship and, you know, during their team together? So I think they secured a championship in the next – I don't. I ain't going to say this season, but at least two, three seasons they, they secured one. Okay. What's up, Face? How you feeling about it? 
Man, uh, I thought it was just interesting. I think it came out of nowhere, especially seeing how James Harden this morning was like, you know, I just don't see how this relationship can be salvaged. Like, I don't think it's possible. So I think that literally was the indicator. Like, all right, well, we, we got to get him out. There's, he's basically telling us if you, we don't trade him soon, we're not getting anything for him. Um, I think it also shows in a positive standpoint that players have more control than they think they have. Um, and I, with the exception of, I don't want to say the exception of, but like with obviously LeBron, you know, being able to, you know, make sure he gets the right pieces around him and Giannis doing the same thing. Like, Hey, you know, I ain't playing or I'm not going to stay here unless you give me what I need. And I think, you know, James Harden saying, I'm not leaving unless you trade me to one of these two teams Mm -hmm. shows again, the power that players have Um, as far as wins and losses in the trade. um, I think that Brooklyn, I think everybody won. Um, I think the Cavs added to a very young core that's going to end up being, you know, top for them. Like um, dang, I, I ain't shoot no jumpers today. Is that the fire squad here for me? For my jumpers? Oh, I ain't shoot no jumpers today. Oh, okay. my I just didn't know because, you know, when I get hot, I get hot. So, you know, I just didn't know. I wasn't sure. Oh, um, my God. And if anybody in here want to get anybody listening live or y'all too want to get to some shooting, we can do that. I mean, Go we, under the screen. That's the scouting report. <laughs> under the screen. Play the drive. He's a Rondo on your scouting report. Not playoff Rondo. Rookie season Rondo. Rookie season Rondo coming out of Kentucky? Yes, at the league, yes. I'm definitely a Reddick, but that's fine. Um, But so, it, the, to me, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers picked up two really – I love Jared Allen. I love him. Like, he's the perfect big man for the future. He's going to do – I don't know what they're going to do with Drummond now. I think Drummond might be on the move. Like, I think if I'm them, I try to trade Drummond for, like – this is going to sound wild but because it's going to put him right back where he started. But I try to get Drummond for uh, Blake Griffin or something. Like, I try yeah, to they got, get, I got Kevin Love, though. Oh, they do have Kevin Love. Uh, well, Drummond got to go. Then they need a – Yeah. Then you need a serviceable wing then. You need a big-time wing, like, to get in there. Because that's all they'd be missing to be – to compete in the East. You've got two hungry young guards. You've got – probably one of the top 10, you know, 12 guys in his position, especially for his age. Then you, then you already have a top 10 center in Drummond. So, you know, you pick and choose kind of how you want to play that. I would personally get rid of Drummond. I know he's a rebounder machine, but you can't teach what Allen has, like defensively and all that kind of stuff. Um, then as far as the Rockets, um, I think they upgraded in the trade in the sense of getting rid of a piece that you that didn't want to be there, adding pieces to the puzzle of more players. Um, and then did, where did Torian Prince go? Did he go to the Cavs too? He went to the Cavs too. So yeah, that's a never mind. Then there's their wing that they can kind of try to build around and see what happens there. Um, but ultimately, um, I think Indiana upgraded as of today. And because if we asking if we're talking about currently, like today, I'd probably take Karis Avert over Victor Oladipo. Like not from a name stake standpoint, but today. Like if I had to play a game today and they who you going with, I'm going with Levert. Like if I gotta go with somebody today. So oh, I think it, contract expiring too. So that was a good move on that behalf. So that's a good write off for them too. Yeah. Yeah. So then again, now they got space to maybe sign a potential all-star or, and and older people is gonna want to get paid. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if he's I hate to I really hate to say it like this because he was an all-star what like a year ago, um, before he got hurt. Before he got hurt, yeah. Yeah, so eh, but I don't know if I don't know if he just struck gold like lightning in a bottle, right place, right time. Um, and then lastly, the Nets. Um, 
I think they came out really high on this trade, depending on how their point guard ends up. Um, and I say that because they got to keep, like Brandon said earlier, a bunch of serviceable pieces and they got to keep vets and winners. So like they get, yes, they gave up Jared Allen, which I, that's the one dude that I was like, ah, bye bye. <laughs> that's the one dude if I felt like I could hold on to, that's who I would hold on to. Um, everybody else to me was fair game, you know. Um, but apart from that, that's pretty much it. I think that's I think it's a win-win for everybody. Um, I think if I had to pick a loser, or if I say who probably got the shortest end of the stick, I would almost say the Rockets, just because they have improved to draft very well. Like they haven't drafted well. So I mean those picks are cool and all, but if you don't draft well then those picks mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then you're swapping with a team who wins, who's going to win, like be at the top of the East. So you're not going to get a great pick. You know what I mean? So if I have to swap work. Four. I'm saying, but can is it like they get these four picks and then they get the next four years swapped? How does that work? So I think you you get to pick whatever you want to explain. If you'd like to listen to more of my podcasts, Go to Ray's podcast on the Anchor app, on the podcast app, on Spotify. I'm on all platforms. Make sure you follow my Instagram at Ray's podcast. Same thing for my YouTube channel at Ray's podcast. I'm here with you daily. What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, join the debate. Cap. A window. Like, yeah. I think it's a window where you get like five years, you get to swap. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a certain amount of time, you get this far. So it could pay off. You have to Kevin Durant and James Harden, not him leaving three years and then something. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it could work out in that end. But if I had to pick, I don't want to say a loser because I don't think anybody lost. But if I had to pick somebody that got a short end of the stick, I would say it was them, the Rockets. Okay. I think, uh, I think this, uh, <laughs> I think this trade needed to happen especially what happened last night after the lakers game and you saw the comments between john wall and james harden um i'm not gonna sit here and say that anybody lost this trade even though i asked the question because james harden like how you said brandy made a good point to have three stars you know james harden Kyrie, and kevin durant and even if Kyrie doesn't come back or anything james harden and kevin durant should be able to get things done but you gave up Karis LeVert and Jared Allen and Prince. People don't really talk about Prince, but he can play defense. He can play defense and he can shoot threes. And Jared Allen was finally a starter. He was just starting like the past four games. And his average went up from, I don't know what, nine points to like 12 points, you know. Um, but on the bright side, they do have three uh, rosters. I mean, roster spots available now. So they can sign some sign somebody. They can sign either I don't know, Iman Shumpert, you know, play Isaiah with, Thomas, somebody Isaiah like that. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I was thinking of Isaiah too, but I'm who's going to be the defensive anchor for this team? They can put up points all day. We know that, but when it comes down to it, who's going to play defense for them? So it's supposed to be DeAndre. Well, anchor. You said anchor. When anchor, I think I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, on the on a perimeter. Okay. Like who's going to be that guy? Every every championship team has that guy that plays yeah. defense. That has that guy. Now I know Kevin Durant been playing defense, but you know what I'm saying I'm I'm still looking for that that guy who's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. the Tony Allen, the you know something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need that. So and it's a question 
on that with the Nets. How are they going to be on defense? But I think it worked out for them fine. I'm still – being that they made these trades, I'm putting the Bucks ahead of them. I know you don't like that face. I know. I know you don't. <coughs> I, know, I know you don't. I know you don't like that. But I'm looking at it for an all-around team. As of today, I think the Nets have a better all-around team than the, uh, the Nets. He said they need somebody like Shump or Monk Mike like somebody like John John Henson just to rebound. Yeah. Yeah. He said and somebody he said the winner goes to the Cavs, but that's that's what the big question is going to be on the Nets. Who's going to play defense? We know y'all going to get buckets. Who's going to play defense? Now for the Rockets, I always I like it. I I like Victor there. I love it. It's it's perfect for them. Um like John Wall said, they need people who's going to buy into the system. They have people, and I think the Rockets can still get to the playoffs. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to do, you know, Western Conference Finals or something like that and that nature, but I think they can get to the playoffs. They can be right there in the in the, in the seventh to eighth seed. I think they'll be right there. And now, to top it off, well, no, I'll talk about the Pacers. I'll talk about the Pacers. I'll save the Cavs for for the for last because that's my team. You know, I'm I'm pretty happy about the Jared Allen thing over there, but um. Karis LeVert with the Pacers, I think he can turn into an all-star there. I think he can turn into an all-star, and the Pacers are tough. They are tough. I don't know if y'all watched last night's game against the Warriors on NBA TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it either. Yeah, they beat the Warriors, and, and uh, the league needs to start talking about Miles. He had 22-10-5 blocks. He, okay. Yeah, he was wilding. He needed a step back three. The Pacers are tough, and they got um. They got Karis LeVert. That's a great piece. He's not going to be coming off the bench now, so he knows he's going to be a starter, and Indy's yeah. going to let him flourish. And I think that was good for the Pacers. And watch out for the Pacers now. They possibly could do something in the East. And they got Malcolm Brogdon. They got, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish TJ didn't get hurt. Yeah, T- yeah. TJ's a bucket, man. TJ so what's going to happen when TJ gets back? But they will be having Jeremy Before. Lamb. Jeremy Lamb will be coming back soon, too. Oh, Miles doesn't start? Yeah, wow. you got Miles in Sabonis, and then you got oh Sabonis, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. He ain't four, can't be four. So that's what I'm saying. So like, if Levert comes back, I mean, when Levert plays, oh, he just takes all the depot spot. I'm tripping. Never mind. Okay, yeah, he no. just say he goes to the two. He's not gonna come off the bench now. They're not. They're gonna keep the Holiday brothers on the bench. I would. I would think. And then um, just watch out for the Pacers, man. The Pacers can be a top team. Like they can possibly get to the second. I think they'll get out the first round this year. It's been six years since the Pacers got out the first round. I think they'll get to the second round this year. I don't know who they'll. It just all depends on like how you say, uh, Brandon, who they match up with. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, I like what we got. I think we need to trade Kevin Love to the Nuggets. The Nuggets or the Warriors. We need to get. That's where he want to go. We need to pay him his respect. He want to. Who are you trying to? Who do they want from the Nuggets? Gary Harris? No. Michael Porter? No, nah, we're not going to get Michael Porter. No, nah, we're not going to get Michael. No, nah, we're not. The Kevin Love wants to go to a team that's as a, he wants to go to a contender. He's not really like pressed about it, but he wants to go to a team that's a contender. So he can compete. Yes, yeah, he can so he can compete. And I think as, you know, the Cleveland organization, we should do that. We gave him that contract and, you know, he's been getting hurt. He's out of, you know, he's not really playing. I think we need to trade him to a championship team. And I think he'll fit. And I'm just saying the team that will fit perfect for him is either the Nets. I mean, um, 
the Nuggets or the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. The Who Nuggets. would you give up if you're the Warriors? Um, Wiggins, I guess maybe. Uh I ain't. I don't know. I just think we need to give him his respect. I mean, that's the only two teams I see him fitting with. Yeah, because I'm not budging with Wiseman, so I nah. ain't know. And I'm not giving up. Yeah, Wiggins is probably who I'm letting go. Wiggins and maybe Looney or somebody like that. Or, or, or we can get some picks or something like that, you yeah. know. But and you have to get rid of Drummond because Jared Allen, they need yeah, to, yeah, they, yeah. they need Jared Jared Allen to be that yeah. guy. So for this trade, it's pretty good. Right now, is it championship or bust for Steve Nash first year as a coach? Mm, I'd say so yes. I mean position. Go ahead. I, well, I say yes because I mean and that's what Nick Nurse did. So I think the organization is basically saying we're going to throw everything we got right now. Like we're going to put everything we got right now into what, like literally we're going to, we are playing for today. We're playing for right now. We're not playing for two years from now, three, we're playing for today. So I think that was the whole point of that move. I mean, Nick Nurse was a, wasn't he a rookie coach when he won it? Cause this is only like his second year in the league. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if there's pressure on Steve Nash. I think there's more pressure on the players to perform because at the end of the day, you don't need to come up with some off the wall techniques or skill sets to make these guys flourish. I think uh, now Sherman and Sherman's going to like this, but I think Sherman is right. I think somebody out of those three is going to, are going to have to change their game. Somebody out of those three. Who's going to sacrifice? Yeah. And if it's me, I'm probably saying I would, I, I would want Harden to do it first because I think he's the only one that's capable of playing without the ball in his hands, like more so capable without playing with the ball in his hands. But I put it like this, Kyrie needs that ball in his hands nine times out of 10. Harden has proven that he can be a playmaker. He's had seven, a 40.17 assist game, you know, mm-hmm. first game of the year. Um, Kyrie is capable of that. Harden to me is more capable of that. KD already proved he can play on or off the ball. You know, I you play with Steph and Clay, and they let him dominate the ball. They let him come off the ball. He did was successful either way. I would want Kyrie to take the back seat, but I think Harden's going to end up being the one that takes the back seat. Um, but I would prefer to be Kyrie. I'd be like, yo, I just need you to be a dynamic guard, and you kind of score when we need you to, and you know, you just I don't know. I'd have him be my third option because I think James Harden is just a better scorer. You know. Not more crafty, but just better, like better mm-hmm. ball. So, what you was about to say, Brandon? Before uh, Faith said it, we had to say everything with the net. I mean, the Nets. It's all an if, because like legitimately, we don't know what Kyrie Irving is is, is going to do. What he's going to be about the rest of the season. When I told y'all earlier in the year, I said Brooklyn gets James Harden. I'm like, it's over with. But I don't think anybody expected Kyrie to, to be on this type of level as far as what he's doing. So it's hard to say, like, you know, how successful they're going to be. I'm not going to say championship or bust because even with this move, I still think the Lakers have that championship pedigree and ultimately the best player on the floor. However, though, if Kyrie comes back and he has his mind on basketball, he decides to be a leader and he starts hooping and these guys start flowing in, you know, all that, I might change my mind, but I can't say championship or bust because literally the point guard is AWOL right now. <laughs> like, we don't know, we don't know what the hell he's gonna do. It's like I can't I can't say, oh yeah, they're gonna win the title. Like, 
in my mind, like, yes, if they all hooping and they all playing, I'd love to say that. Well, not love, I don't really care, but I'd say, you know, they they be the favorites. But it's like Kyrie might retire tomorrow, like, and just say, I'm done. Then what? I don't know. So I do think you pull a Barry Sanders. I can see that. So if Kyrie, so all right, with James Harden and um they'll still we'll go back to the regular argument. If Kyrie wasn't to come back, it'll be James Harden and Kevin Durant. And as Sherm argument always says, every night they'll have the best two players on the floor in the East. You still think you you still don't think it's championship robust because James forced his like he wanted he wanted to go to the Nets. That's why I'm asking this. Like he wanted to go to the Nets. Philly was in there. Philly was a team that was throwing. And we're gonna talk about Ben Simmons soon. That's that's something that needs to be talked about because they threw him in that trade. But he wanted to go. He forced his way to go to Brooklyn. Like he forced his way. I think since you wanted to come here, and you said you did everything for the team, and you wanted to go to a team that's a contender, I believe it's pressure. It's definitely pressure, at least to oh. get to the finals. To the yeah. finals. Yeah, it's definitely pressure. I just didn't have anybody beating the Lakers unless something crazy happened. And something crazy happened, and it's James Harden joining Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But if it's just them two, I'm not sold on them beating the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Kyrie, like, those two, I feel like AD and LeBron can match their production, and then the role players can uh, outplay, you know, the other role players. But that three, I don't know if LeBron and AD can – match their big three production. Ooh. And then, like I said, they to me, they still got serviceable guys. Like, I know we all like Jared Allen. We all know LaVert's a bucket. But it's like Joe Harris is a sniper. Like, he's a he's somebody, like, you can't help off of. Like, straight up. And if they go if they go a lineup and they sit, they put that light-skinned guy, let's say they put him at the four and Joe Harris at the three, who are you helping off of? You can't help. So – I don't know, man. I, I still, I still like the Lakers, so I can't say championship or bust, but they definitely got to make it out the East. If Kyrie's playing, if not, I, I think it's free game. I still will probably take the Nets, but I can see the Bucks ruining something. Um, or my boy down in South B. We got to get it together, though. We got to <laughs> get it together, but we'll see. Or Boston. Boston's going crazy too, but and Philly's still doing their thing too. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Miles Turner, for what it is and what it ain't. Go ahead and subscribe. If you don't like what my man's got to say, join the debate. Copy. But uh, Alphonse said Ben Simmons' development has been at standstill these past three years. Um, um, face, I'm going to ask you this question, and then we'll, me and Brandon will follow suit. Ben Simmons, like, there's no secret. The Sixers offered to trade him for James Harden. It didn't go through, but how should Ben feel about this going forward? Um, I think he should understand that he needs to work on his game. Like, I get that he's probably like, because he's got a little bit of arrogance to him in a sense of like more so pride, where he's like, I don't need to change my game. I don't need to work on this. It's got me this far. I just need to perfect some of my other intangibles and, you know, use my natural skills, skill set with my size and I'll be fine. But it's like, no, big dog, I'm not saying you got to come out and be a dead eye shooter, but you can't be a dude where we make a celebration that you've made two threes like your whole career. <laughs> like that's, you know what I'm saying? That can't be like a celebration like that. That's that's bad. And I don't even care that it's threes. Like, I bet he has 
He's been in the league, what, like five years? Yeah, five or six Four or five years. years. I guarantee you he has less than 100 jump shots made. Jump shots? Yeah. Jumpers. I shoot you. So not, not like little floaters. No, jumpers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Do you know how wild that is in 82 games a year? I agree. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I and it's, again, no knock. Like, he is – and I still don't think him and Embiid mix. I think they're trying to force something that's just not there. Um, but – and I think Harden could have helped a little just because you actually can't play off of Harden. You can play off of Simmons. So, um, if I'm Ben Simmons, I feel maybe a little bit some type of way. Um, but let me – you know, from thinking from a non-coaching perspective, then, yes, I feel some type of way because I would need I, – I, I wanted – that means I'm I'm not untouchable. Um, that means Joel is held at a higher standard. Do you um, disagree with that, though? Uh, if, I'm building a, if I'm building and keeping the team, then, yes, Joel's more important, I think. Um, I think it's tricky between both of them, though, because they're both very injury-prone. They are both have shriveled up in big games. Um, so I can't exactly say that. One is more valuable than the other. If I had to pick from a personal preference, I'm taking Joel. Um, and that's kind of hard for me to say because I feel like Ben would almost be a little more serviceable because he can pass the ball and stuff. And you can live – you can clearly live with a point guard that can't shoot the ball. Like, you can live with that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, even though he's a hybrid four, that's what he is. He's a four man. But, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I think ultimately, though, um, I think it's a good it's a good move that they tried – um, but I think what we used to say to you all the time in the production meetings and even when we talk here, I just don't see a scenario with John Wall and Ben Simmons on the same team. And you think you're actually you have a chance to win a ton of games. So that's just me. All right. Well, Brandon, I'm going to talk about him first and then I know you're going to be upset about it. But. Kyrie Irving is the main the main uh, topic right now all over. Nobody really knows what is going on through his mind. Personally, I this is not 100% facts. I like to speak on things or like to say things if I have facts behind it, but we just got to talk about it. I think that Kyrie is trying to create social reform. I think he's trying to stay consistent on what – he was on, you know, before the season started in the bubble, you know, and I can't knock him for being consistent at that. Uh, there were rumors that that he wanted to all the stars to create their own league, you know, because he felt like they have the money and the power to do that. Uh, some may disagree about that, like leaving the NBA, but I think that's what he's trying to do. And he's showing that he's not a tool and the reason why he's showing that is because he doesn't like being told what to do. You know, if you want, like, I mean, of course, when you have a job and have rules, you, you need to do what you have to do. But like, you know, the league is saying that you can't be around your family and stuff like that. Like you have to just be straight basketball and do that. So he doesn't like that. I know George Hill spoke on it the other day. He was, I'm a, he's, I'm a grown ass man. He was like, you're not going to tell me that I can't see my family. Like if it's that serious, then we shouldn't play. That's what he said in, in a press conference at this game. And I felt like that was a good point. And, you know, Kyrie videos did surface around him being at his sister's birthday party and stuff like that. But if anything that we didn't learn during this time, 
is, you know, family, like your close people, family and friends, like you have to cherish the moments you're around them. So, I mean, I, I respect that. I, but uh, the only downfall, the, neg the negative thing about it, I think, uh, is not creating chemistry with the Nets. And if anybody deserve an explanation, it only needs to be the Nets. And you'll be a fool to think that Steve Nash and Kevin Durant don't know uh, Kyrie whereabouts. Like, I don't believe the media on that when they're saying he's uh, off the grid and he said that I don't want to, like, I just didn't want to play. I think that's 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 bullshit. I think that's totally bullshit. But I respect Kyrie what he's doing because he's being consistent. But the negative side of it, you're not getting that chemistry with your team. Brandon, the floor is yours. Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I don't want to speak on what I don't know. And I went a thousand ways of thinking about this Kyrie situation. I respect him, like everything he does off the basketball court. And I don't believe the media, like you were saying earlier, on everything. But I saw Steve Nash get up there and was at one point in time clueless as to what was going on. Now, over time, did he find out? Probably. But I just don't think that's the situation you put on your coach and your teammates. Um, with Kyrie, I remember a few weeks ago, before the season started, he wanted to focus on basketball. I feel like everything we talk about with Kyrie is not basketball related. And I, to me, that's the part, I ain't going to say annoying, because at the end of the day, he's a grown-ass man. He's going to do what he's going to do, live his life how he want to live his life. But I just don't like when you constantly say that you don't want to, you don't want the media, you know, dipping and thinking about all the other things. And I, I just feel like if it's going to be about basketball, be about basketball. Let your teammates and your coaches know, say, hey, I'm dealing with something that I feel like is important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you better equip them when it's time for them to answer those questions because Kyrie's gone and he's not answering these questions. His teammates and his coaches have to answer these questions. And I feel like that can be a distraction. So, you know, I understand, you know, his whole, you know, planning to like reform and his mindset and his whole quest. But I just think as a teammate, I've been a teammate my whole life. And as somebody who's been a part of a, a group, I feel like he owes his group more than anything, a little bit more clarity and just to be flat out straight up with him. That's the part that ties in with leadership. And that's why you guys have heard me on multiplication. I don't think he's a leader. And I think Kyrie's a smart guy, but I've always said, I don't think he's wise. I don't think he goes about things the right way, but ultimately I really do. Yeah, he ruined my fantasy, but that's fine. I, I'm going to come. I ain't going to let my emotions get the best of me because he ruined my fantasy. But I just feel like, man, as a leader, someone who is who, who, who takes the game seriously and, like, when you see him interact with the Celtics and formal Cavs, he seems like such a genuine dude with those guys, and they respect him. And it seems like they genuinely like him. I feel like you just owe your teammates a little bit more and your coaching staff because whether you pick Steve Nash out or not, that's your coach. For everybody to reach their ultimate goal, everybody has to be on the same page, at least when it comes to basketball. But I just feel like he owes his teammates a little bit more. I think there's a better way of going about stuff. But I can't sit here and say, like, what, what he's doing off the court because nobody knows. It's all a guessing game. And until we find out the facts, 
I can't hate. I, I can't hate on it. I just wish he would go about things better. That's my biggest issue. So, do you think he deserves an explanation to all of us and the no, media? No, no, not not to all of us. I just feel like, as his teammates, as his group, as his boss, none of us in this picture, no, none of us watching this, can just not show up to work and not tell a manager or a supervisor or mm-hmm. whoever in charge. And expect to have a job the next day, let alone a week. Now, I do think Steve Nash and Kevin Durant found out over time, but what I felt like I saw a genuine, a genuine Steve Nash interview. I think it was a pregame. He genuinely didn't know where Kyrie was, and I think that's an issue. Like at the end of the day, they have to answer those questions. They have to deal with that type of thing. They have to go out there and play a game. Kevin Durant didn't come to Brooklyn because he cared that much about New York City. Kevin Durant came to New York City, Brooklyn in particular, to play with Kyrie Irving. So I think they definitely eventually find out, but off the rip, I feel like I could tell Steve Nash didn't know anything. And I feel like that's the problem. And then now we're seeing the reports. I'm not going to buy 100% in, but they're saying the Nets are like pissed off about all this. And I feel like they would have a reason to, not because he's some pawn, that or anything like that, that's just like respect. And that's just, you know, respect to the game. There's a thousand people that would love to be in Kyrie's shoes as far as playing basketball. And I get there's more things more important, but I feel like you owe it to your teammates. So he don't owe us anything. If his teammates and his coaches are fine, management, whatever the case may be, if they're fine with it, it is what it is. All right. And I hope he gets done whatever he's looking to get done. Straight up, no BS. I thought it was gonna go a little bit left with you. Today, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of so. I'm, I, I like that, Brandon. You put your emotions to the side. I like that. Got to, man. Got to, man. Especially we, we see it in the country, emotions getting the best of people. I said, you know what? I'm gonna come up here, man. I ain't gonna wild out, man. But I am a little ticked off about my fantasy, but it, it's all good. It's all right. <laughs> All right, what's up, Face? How you feel about everything with Kyrie Irving? So I agree a lot with what Brandon said, um, but I think at the end of the day, unless he has a legit mental issue, I think he's being a shitty teammate. Like that is just shitty, and I don't. There ain't no other way around it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care what you're trying to represent. I understand. I, everybody knows where you stand on social justice issues. I understand that. I completely get that. But from a teammate standpoint, and you're teaching some of these kids that look up to you that if you and I and I want to make sure I say this because there's a fine line between it, between it. Like Brandon said, no, you're not a pawn. And by no stretch is anybody saying you're a pawn. But what we are saying is you have a job to do every day and show up and do what you have to do. And it has nothing to do with fans, people paying, even though people paying are the reason why you get paid the way you get paid. But what I'm saying is, Brandon made an excellent point saying, how many of us can call right now and say, oh, you know what? I ain't going to work today. I'm take three, four days off my own business and whatever happens, happens. Yes, his talent has allowed him to be able to be in that position. But to this point, now you're abusing your power. And I say that to a point of there's going to be kids that think genuinely that, oh, well, I don't have to. And that's part of the reason why some kids don't play hard all the time. 
oh, I don't have to play hard today. That doesn't matter. Kyrie Irving got to do it, so that means I get to do it. Um, that's no, you're not getting any more. But so that's the biggest thing for me that I don't understand um, is that I, I'm disappointed more so in him because I think he's kind of using social justice as a reason to saying, you know, I'm not happy. And then it's just going to be a, a prolonged distraction for like three weeks because then when he comes back and he finally decides to come back, they're going to say, oh, well, Kyrie, where were you at? Oh, I don't talk to the media. You guys are just going to blah, blah, blah. You, you call, you're making a, an unnecessary distraction. If you're truly upset, and I said this in the social in our production meeting, and I don't have any problem saying this out loud on any platform. If you are truly upset about those injustices, then you will never play a sport again. If, if that's going to be your go-to. If that's going to be your go-to, then you'll never play a sport again because it happens every day. It just doesn't get caught on camera every day. So if that's what you're upset about, especially as a black man in America, which I understand, then you're not going to be able to hoop. You can't hoop. You should stop playing then and be an activist. I'm cool with that. I 100% respect that. But you're never going to be able to say, oh, well, um, an unarmed black man was shot today, so I'm just not going to play. Then you're not going to be able to say, oh, well, there was a teenager beat up today by uh, some kind of racist right at his high school. I'm not going to play today. Are you? Go are we going to do that every single time? Because if we are, then, I then I'm with it. I'm with it. But then what do you say when you don't? You know what I'm saying? And you speak louder when you don't say anything at all. So it, to go bring it back to Kyrie, I'm just disappointed that he's been such a bad teammate. But like Brandon said, if his teammates and everybody knows and they're cool and there's no issue with it, then I'm cool with it. But if they don't and people got to guess whether you're going to be here or not and guess and then there's dudes that you know that are, like Brandon said, begging to be in that position in their life. You know, and you feel like if you're and if you're going to use your platform, let's go ahead and completely use it. Like, let's go ahead and completely use it every single day. I don't cut every single day. Let's go ahead and use it. So and I mean, you speak out every single day or instead of saying I'm not going to talk to the media. The, the, fir the first thing you say is, you know, hey, I want to talk about some injustices that happened today. I want to talk about this. Anytime the media asks you a question, you direct it straight to that. That's what you do. You just direct it to that. If that's what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the type of person I am. If we're going to be consistent about something, then you need to be on it all the time. Not just when you feel like it, not just when it's a wave. And this is just to take a small tangent. But there was a wave where all these kids wanted to commit to these HBCUs. You know, and as a college basketball coach, I don't like that shit either because it's not real. You're not being realistic. You hopping on a wave. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if it's this HBCU and it's Kentucky, guess where you going? Kentucky. Kentucky. And you wasting that coach's time. And I don't respect that either. Because I've just seen a couple kids recently decommit from some of these schools. I'm like, oh, of course. Because it was cool when the graphic came out. You get your I can't breathe stuff on. You get 10,000 likes. So that's to me, that's the exact same thing waved for me that Kyrie is on. And I can't say I know in depth because I'm sure he does stuff for the community and does what he can. Definitely. But if that's going to be your initiative to why you are not playing, then you will never be able to play again. <laughs> like, that's just the honest truth. You're never going to be able to play again because that stuff doesn't stop. And I, I just want to make one more comment. It's kind of it's not necessarily tied in or it might be tied into the situation. I don't know. But I said this yesterday. So y'all don't think I'm stealing from Stephen A. Y'all heard me say this yesterday in the chat. If being a professional basketball player 
And I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying if, because we, we've seen Kyrie seem like he's battled the quote-unquote, you know, dealing with being a professional basketball player. If being a professional basketball player is too tough or something that you are not interested in or it's messing with you so much to the point where you feel like it's messing with your mental health or whatever the case may be, retire. Leave and, it alone. And before Brandon keep talking, everybody, if y'all need any proof and think he's lying, I'll be I'll gladly screenshot it. Screenshots. I'll yeah. screenshot it and show you that him, he said it first yesterday in the chat. This was not even last night. This was probably during the day. During the day, yeah. And, and um face came right along and said, Yeah, retire. So step away, you know, step away. Then it's it's not it's not as easy sometimes as we like to think it is. Like, sure. oh, yeah, you hoop sure. and, 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 and go make millions. Hell yeah. We understand that, especially for a guy at Kyrie's level, every single thing they do is under a microscope. Yeah, I think the best way to even say it too is he's got his own shoe. Like, there's a different level of pressure that he has. Like, I get, and I understand that. But, Brandon, you make a great point. You've said it before. And we've all talked about this from a mental health aspect. If it is too much for you and you're not and I, and I can only imagine the type of pressure that, you know, ha, that has a surmount at times, because it's like every day you chopping wood, you just grinding just to keep being the best. Like. I agree. I, and I can see him. I said this to my coach at practice today. I was like, I can see him retiring in three years. He hit 30. And he, he said like, that. He said, yeah, I was just about to say that. He said, Oh, that. that's crazy. See, I no, didn't know he said that. He said that, that a while ago. he said that like after he wanted the chip or like when he was with Braun in Cleveland, I think. Yeah. He I can see that. him getting 30 and being like, you know, Barry Sanders, I'm in the middle of my prime. I'm good. I'm financially stable. I got some money invested in some other places. I got some businesses. I'm straight. I'm cool. I don't want to hoop no more. I'm straight. I'm just going to go to the park and kill for the next. 15, 20 years, so I have my son. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. And I ultimately respect that. I really do. I respect that. But don't, I just, you know, it's already tough for a black man in any kind of work environment. So let alone for a work environment that's dominated by us, you have one of the best of us that act like that. You know what I mean? And no matter how it's being portrayed, I still think there's just a better way he can go about it. Like there's a more professional way. Like he can say, I'm gonna take some time. Do what Maya Moore did. That's yeah, how you feel. That somebody was talking about that with me the other day about Maya yeah. Moore. And um, she took the time away, but then she ended up marrying the guy that she got out of prison. So the thing about that is I was a little skewed with that, and I only say that because it kind of changed why you were going so hard. Yeah, you know that, what I'm yeah. So I was, yeah. yeah. So so and because one dude was like, bro, so now you're trying to tell us how we can do wrongs or undo some wrongs for some rights for our people. I said, no, but if you told me that she never knew that man and all this and all that and never knew him and she did all that, that's one thing. But if you tell me she's known him, she, she was 16 before she went to UConn and then just decided to get him out. I was like, whole nother story. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm -hmm. was love the motivation or was an unjust doing the motivation. So yeah, but I think, but it opens up for that though, because it, does. It, does, it, because it, it is what it is. It's, what came out like they got married right so it's like i didn't really want to i'm I, I didn't even want to bring that example about the Maya Moore thing i'm glad you did though but it's 
it's not you can't compare those like but, 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 to do that not saying you face i'm just saying like in yeah, general sure, sure. but what i respect about the maya moore thing as far as how she handled it like if lebron said he don't want to play cool i want i want to spend a year with my daughter that's one thing but the thing i respect about maya moore is this was before the season started so her team was able to go into the season that organization yeah, was yeah, able to say, okay, yeah, yeah. we're not going to have Maya Moore this year. The Brooklyn Nets, I'm pretty sure they hired Steve Nash what they had in mind. They're getting all these pieces, the, the mold around these, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, all these things, and we're three seasons into this, three weeks into the season, and you're gone. I think that's a big, big difference. Like I, I'm, It is a big – like I said, man, I think – the only thing, uh, well, before I get into it, I say, uh, Jalen Barnes said he should be more professional with his team, but if he retires, his voice won't be the same. Now, I agree, yeah. About to say, now, well, we need to uh discuss that, Brandon, because you both of y'all said that he needs to retire. And if he, like Jalen said, but if he retires, his voice won't be the same. What y'all feel about that? I'm directing this to y'all because y'all spoke on the retirement. I think I think honestly it could be, and I'm gonna say one word: the internet. That's two words, but the internet. Yeah, I think we live in a world today where everything on the internet is magnified. We're gonna always our generation is gonna always know who Kyrie Irving is, what he was. It, all these pages show highlights of everybody every single day. And I'm pretty sure places like Bleacher Report, ESPN, they're going to still show if Kyrie does something significant in the news. They're going to say former NBA All-Star Kyrie Irving did this for his, you know, reform or he did this for his community. So it might take off a little bit, but I think the way how social media is, you know, works today, I think, first off, his decision might make it even more crazier. Like the fact that I don't think in basketball we've seen somebody require quite in their prime, I guess, besides Mike. But, you know, most of us were too young to even recall. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be the first time in, what, 20, 30 years we've seen it. So I see I see what Jalen's saying, though, for sure. But, I mean, man, if you feel like your life mission is to do something else than play basketball, I respect it. it. But – Let's just let's just call it what it is and move on. Like, you know, don't come back and then when media ask you question, why are you asking me this question? I just want to talk about basketball. You make it more than basketball. Like that's just that's just what it is with you. It's more than basketball with you. So you can't be upset. I just said if he's dealing with something internally that we don't know and it's getting him to the point where he just can't handle it, walk away. He said if it wasn't the offseason or if he wasn't missing games, we wouldn't be talking about it as much. I agree. If, if it's the offseason and you're saying I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to play this season because I got something to do, absolutely we, we would have been moved on. But we threw weeks into the season. The Nets' mindset is let's go win this championship. We put in all this time and effort to win a championship. But it's diff- I feel like it's different. Like you said, Jalen, you could be more professional. I think it's more professional going into it and saying, hey, guys, I don't got to name me to play this season. I think I got some more stuff to do outside of basketball. 
But it is what it is, man. I just, you know, I ain't going to bash him because I don't know everything that he's doing and what's going on in his brain. I know that's what a lot of people love to do. When I initially heard it, you know, I wanted to do it. I saw plenty of people on Facebook doing it, but yeah, just being yeah. real, bro, you don't know what people go through on a day-to-day basis. My only argument is how do you handle your business? We all are men. Maybe we got some women in here. We all are adults. We handle our business a certain way because it's the right thing to do. And I just felt like that's what Kyrie has to do. And I don't think he's doing it. And he might have done it. He might have fixed it. But I just remember seeing Steve Nash on national television saying, I don't know where he is. Is he coming back this year? Sure. All right. I don't know, man. That's tough. That is tough. All right, uh, we got a new uh, Donovan Smith. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, Donovan Smith, get his name on. He said, Kyrie tapping into his inner Lauren Hill. I say that because I felt as if she had something else going on outside of rap and Kyrie has something else going on as well, forcing her to leave the game early. Okay. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. And real ones know Lauren Hill was like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I can respect that. that and, and but yeah, just do and and to answer kind of Jalen's question, I don't think that his voice would be any less heard because of who he is today. Like, it's always going to be Kyrie Irving. Anytime you reach to that magnitude to where you kind of and I hate to go back to shoes, but if you got your own signature shoe, you know what I'm saying? People know who you are worldwide. Like if Kyrie Irving gets in a car accident to the golf, you know, I don't hope nothing happens, but if he gets in a fender bender on the highway. The whole world is going to know, you know what I mean? So he will forever have this platform that he has. Will it be as magnified potentially? No, but for at least for the next 10 years or so, yes, it will be because everybody right now who's between the ages of probably 14 and 54, 64, understand who Kyrie Irving is, know what he, who he is. So anytime that name is brought up in the next 50 years, you know, there's going to be somebody that can remember who that is that's a basketball person. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think that, you know, I think that he is using his platform, but I just don't know if this is the right way to go about it. And I agree with Donovan, like, you know, tapping into to his inner Lauren Hill and trying to handle issues at hand. Um, but and I've already voiced how I felt about that. But I think, too, Kyrie has got to be able – to even separate that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like Jalen Brown is a huge activist, but he goes to work every day. You know what I mean? He doesn't put his team in jeopardy. Like he, you know, because he's like, you know what? Yeah, I believe in this. I'm going to speak on it. Donovan Mitchell's kind of the same way. Um, and I know everybody goes about it their own personal way, but I just think there's a better way for him to go about it. So that's all I got for okay. him. Well, we got through those two. Those the real conversation. Let's uh kind of change up the mood and lift up with everybody. Uh, Charlotte Hornets, Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball is balling, just like how his last name is. He got that triple dub the other day. Uh, the Hornets were on a uh, winning streak until they lost today to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, but Lamelo Ball is back, leading. For rookie of the year, I'm still going to stick on with James Wiseman. But if LaMelo continues to keep playing like this, it's definitely going to go in his favor. But I'm about to twist it up, though. There's a question that everybody is wondering. Is it time for LaMelo Ball to be a starter? 
And if so, whose spot does he take? We're gonna we're gonna let you go, face. I mean, if he's if he, I don't know if he's a starter yet. And I only say this because he does everything well but score. You know what I mean? We got to have somebody to be able to score out there. Um, and that's the only thing that it, my negative so far on his game is that – and he's and, and he's actually a lot less turnover heavy than I thought he would be. Like saying, um, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think he starts just yet because I think Devontae has earned what he's earned. He averaged 20 points a game last year just about. Um, and I think Terry Rozier is playing out of his mind. You know what I mean? Like he's playing well. So he's actually living up to that contract hype. Um and Gordon Hayward is balling for y'all. Oh, I was gonna get to my dog. My dog is, and, and I only say that. You because, see that, Brandon? That's his dog. Yeah. I'm gonna get to my dog. You know, he, but what did I say when we got him? What did I say? I said this is his opportunity. There ain't nobody else at that wing spot. I said this is it. Oh my dog! This is it. This is it. He's my dog for now until he, until he. But no, no. Matter of fact, we were talking about. It. I said I felt like he could get to the old Gordon Hayward. I said he can get his twenty a night. Isn't that what I said? It's a 20 night. That's what I said. But it just, it, it's just funny to hear you say, that's my dog. Like well, For now, he is because he plays for my team, too, now. Now he plays for my team. Uh, last time, he was messing up my money with my bets out there, you know, <laughs> messing up the rotation. But now, he, you know, he's on my team. So, no, but um, I don't think you start LaMelo just yet. I don't think he's earned that. Um, I think he's probably the most – excuse me, he's probably got the most potential out of those three. Uh, excuse me, and I, but I don't want to say he's the most talented. Um, I think he's got the most potential, like raw potential. But he's also, you know, he hasn't been scouted yet. This is the NBA. 72 games this year is 82 normally. Like, I don't care about a five-game streak. How is he going to be playing in, what are we in, we're in January? How is he going to be playing in March? Like, if he's in March and he's averaging 13 points, seven assists, six rebounds, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we probably got to probably got to figure something out now. You know what I'm saying? Something's probably a decision got to be made. But I think anyway, you put it, a decision is going to be made this offseason because Devontae's contract is up. So, and I pray if he does leave, he doesn't go to New York because he'll, it'll, that'll be it. So. I don't think he'll go to New York. They already have a lot of guards there with Austin Rivers and Alfred Payton. And even though Dennis Smith doesn't play, you know, he's still on that team. And Frank Nitaquila. And Emmanuel, and uh, quickly too from Kentucky. So I don't oh, think yeah, they'll have yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, not yet. he doesn't start yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, Brandon, how you feel? Oh yeah, don't don't fix what's uh what's not broken yet. Um, and I think he's in a good spot because one, in comparison to his brother, I know he's better. He's at this age, he's better than his brother, but. He's not in a place like L.A. or Boston. He's in Charlotte. Like, the expectation's not quite as high. And then on top of that, like, he's coming off the bench and he's going against other backup guards. And it's giving him time to grow, develop, and build a confidence. And I think he's probably still going to finish the game. Um, I, I haven't watched many Hornets games, so I'm my bad if I'm wrong. But I think, man, let him just rock out as that six-man candidate and – ease him into it and if it just gets to the point where he's clearly the best guard go ahead and throw him in there but i definitely want to see Devontae keep starting because it is a contract year and hopefully he hits you know he starts 
chilling and starts, you know, earning some a market for himself. So keep him where he's at, man. You know, it's working for him right now. They get they'll they'll looks like right now they're contending for a playoff spot. It is early though. I know they're number six, but it's it's early. We see we usually see teams fizzle out or teams start off bad. We see them kind of grind. But he in a good spot, man. Don't 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 change something that doesn't need to be changed yet. Yeah, it just um I'm, I agree with both of you guys. I don't think LaMelo should start. Uh Terry Rozier is is like you said, uh face. He's playing the way like how he's uh like how he's getting paid. He's showing why he's worth that money for the Hornets. And Devontae definitely deserve and earn that starting spot. Of course he had uh a couple of what first bad four games, but after that started getting things going and now he's you know looking back com- comfortable and and playing the way I usually supposed to play. But, of course, it's the number three pick. It's just that a lot of people, you know, and it's like how we talked about last time. People was always like, what have you done for me lately? Like, of course, LaMelo was balling. He's come off the bench. Of course, and he's the number three pick, and it's LaMelo ball. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, sit sit Devontae down or sit Terry Rosera down. Like, but it's like, dang, like, you just forgot, like, that quick? Like, you just forgot? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. So, um, Hornets got something going on, but it will be a tough thing for them to do down the line because I don't see any, you know, number three or lottery pick playing on the bench for anybody. I don't know. If you guys can give me one, then we can go from there, but I don't think so. Lottery coming off the bench? Yeah, lottery that's coming off a bench. Uh, um, like, like after two years, I guess. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta make your own history. That's actually. I'm saying that that's actually doing something. Oh, okay. yeah. did Anthony Edwards come off the bench? Mm. Oh, he did. He did start. He didn't start. Anthony Edwards don't start. I don't think he does. I, let me. I look. I don't think he does. I'm almost positive he doesn't see, start. But see, how long will that last, though? You I get mean, he's, gotta out, he's gotta outplay D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> so, well, he plays the two, so he's gonna have to play outplay Malik Beasley. Which who's, is having, who's, who's having a good year? Basically, Ricky Rubio star, baby. No, Rubio and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, they got D'Angelo, Malik Beasley, Josh Okigi, um, Juan, or Hernan. I'm sorry, I Hernan can't. Hernan Gomez. He's part of the Hornets. He sucks. Yeah. Oh, oh God, <laughs> I can't stand him. He sucks. Oh God, oh, you and that. We need to trade Martin. You <laughs> that. And uh, yeah. Anthony Edwards is averaging 14, three and two. I mean, I mean, that's pretty good. They play, everybody playing good. Oh, hold on, his live games. I ain't know it's gonna do that. Yeah, they playing mm-hmm. right now. But uh, and Car Anthony Towns is back tonight. But um, let's dis- let's discuss what team or player surprised us the most so far. Brandon, we want to start with you. Man, I just looked. Too. I got excited for no reason. Well, I ain't gonna say for no reason. But we all love talking about Christian Woods. He's balling. But let's talk about his replacement. In Detroit. Jeremy Grant. Oh, Jeremy Grant. Average. His career average is nine points per game. He's averaging 25 of them things this year. Like that's OD. Now they suck. Blake Griffin. (laughs) But damn, like 25 a night, and you average nine for your whole career. Like 
I knew he was going to be a good fit, and he earned his money in the playoff. But I would have called you a damn liar if you told me he was going to average 25 <laughs> at any on any team. So I got to give him major, major, major respect. Also, yeah, Blake. Yeah, Mark killing. And, you know, our boy Sherm, man, you know, we ain't got him. I told him his Knicks, you know, they might be all right. But he was right, and they starting to fizzle out. But Julius Randle's out there going crazy. He's out there, triple-double machine, all left-hand baskets. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to show him love. And even though he's a dookie, R.J. Barrett, yeah, whatever, he killing. But Oh, that's how it is, whatever. He killing, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, lucky that our Carolina boy squeaked away against Syracuse the other day. Good God. Hey, man. Hey, no, that was a, that was a good win, though. They played all right all game. Hey, don't disrespect, bro. Word up. Don't disrespect. Who Wake playing tonight? Fayetteville State? Yeah. <laughs> we got a basketball. Methodist preseason number one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's get it. As, as they word deserve the city. Word the city of hey, Smith, dog. Word hey, yeah. Yeah. They got the drink. They're going back to back. Chill, Blake. Relax, Blake. Relax. Faith Wake is sorry. Relax. Yeah, Wait, man. It's a building year. It's a building year. We're building. We're building. Y'all been building, y'all been building since, like, I was born. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but we legit have been building since probably about 2015, since Danny took over. After his first year, we weren't very good since then. Um, we just get some pros in there and then we just kind of throw them away. Um, so who do I like uh that's been killing? Um, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to eat my own words here. My dog Joker is pinky. There we go. <laughs> he has been getting loose. I mean, like, he has been getting loose, loose. Like, I even watched a game the other night where he had like uh he didn't have a triple double, but he it was just uh the way he was just playing, I was like, dang, bro. I was like it's so easy for him, and he's so slow, and so <laughs> he just moves whatever he kind of want to move, just take his time. Um, but then he still plays at a fast pace, too. Uh, I think losing that weight helped him a lot. I think he it's just allowed him to be that little bit step quick, half a step quicker. Um, Jeremy Grant is someone who I was going to say um, for sure. Um Jeremy Grant for sure. And then who else was I going to say that I thought was killing? Sabonis. I'm kind of surprised that he's been able to keep up his dominance. Like he's been like dominating, dominating. Um, it's somebody in particular. It's going to come. I'm mad because I, I was, when Brandon was talking, that person came to my mind. Um, God, I'm missing somebody. That's off the top of my head. But Jeremy Grant is definitely one. Is it anybody that he said? No. Well, Jeremy Grant was one. Because I, I was looking at his – I just watched the uh, Pistons game the other night because it was like one of the last ones on, and he was just getting busy. Like, I was like, yo, he's shooting threes. He's getting on that rim out there with them uh, – he always got on some Jordans, like some Jays that I know hurting his feet. And I don't care where he's stunting. I know they hurting. Um, but he was just out there getting loose, and I was like, damn. I was like, this is what was sitting back the whole time, like over there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Y'all know what I got to do. I got to make, I got to put my flag down and, and stamp it. Stamp uh, what? Stamp what? Go ahead. You got the floor? I want everybody here. Hashtag free Bradley Bill. Oh, shit. Get, Get him out. Wizard sucks. Scott Brooks sucks. So, what does it what? say about Rusty? 
<laughs> Is my guy a top 10 point guard anymore? God. That hurt that hurt me, huh? Yes, he's top 10. Yeah. Is he 10? Probably. God. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Y'all know I love Russ. Y'all know Russ is my guy. Russ is my guy, but damn. 10? I mean, is he better than Steph? Is he better than Luca? Is he better than Kyrie? Is he better than Dane? Is he better than who? Chris Paul? Yeah, is he better than Trey Young? Trey, is he better than Kimba? Kimba hasn't played, so I can't really say anything. He hasn't played. Kimba in this right now. Um, is he better than? Let me go team by team. I'm trying to. This don't even feel natural for me. This don't even feel natural. Kyle Lowry. Mm. He better than Kyle Lowry. Yo, that's crazy that y'all be violating Kyle Lowry. That's crazy. (laughs) Y'all love Drew Holiday. Is he better than Drew Holiday right now? Crazy. Is he better than Drew Holiday right now? Right now. I mean, Drew Rowe has changed with the Bucks, so Drew ain't. Drew is on his his his, his team team vibe right now. Uh, I ain't trying to hear that. Y'all told me Drew Holiday. Right, Jayla. I, I I I was tweaking. I, I finally spoke out of emotion because he he breaking my heart, man. Yeah, he's top ten. I just he might be one. Look, you see, he low. He about eight. Is he better <laughs> than healthy job? What did you say? Is he better than healthy job? We can't do that. Not yet, yeah, not yet. You can't do okay. that. Healthy All John right. was not like three was like three years ago. We can't no, even John. No, John Morant. John, John Morant. And oh. shoot, John Wall been killing. I was gonna say John Wall. I was leaning towards saying John. I Wall. mean, I mean, Russ was doing this thing too. They just wasn't winning games. Like if we just talking about performance. We judging him. We judging Russell Westbrook off his performance. He's still going off. I don't know. He played kind of bad, right? To start off with, he's pretty bad. He's putting up numbers. Putting up like, numbers. I mean, he's putting up numbers. It just I not feel like the numbers. I feel like the numbers translated to a little bit more wins that first when he won MVP. Now it's like he's getting 12, 12 and eleven. Like, bro, I don't need you. Bro, he right averaged now. nineteen, nine and eleven. That's what he's averaging right now. Yeah, nineteen points. Nine points. What is he shooting from the field? Oh, sure shooting, from the field, he's shooting thirty-eight percent. That's not too bad. It's not great. Either. It's not and great. From, yeah, it's and not from, great. And from the three, he's shooting thirty percent. That's bad. I man, I know I love Russ. I, I almost feel bad for asking it, but two guys that good, they should not be at the bottom of the conference. They just shouldn't be. Okay. I I just don't know if Russ is a. I think he's a good teammate. I think he's a nice dude. I just don't know if he is. I don't know if he's just fun to play with. Like I don't think dudes enjoy playing with him. I think people like him. I just don't think dudes enjoy playing with him. If that makes sense. It makes sense, but I disagree. It, it, may, I, it makes sense though what you're saying. I I, I just disagree. I just disagree. I think Washington's having a tough time right now, and uh, Thomas Bryant just tore his ACL, so that's yeah. I that. He was actually playing well. Yeah, he, he was playing pretty well. But now that opens up the door for their uh their pick. Uh, Jalen said uh, that's bad for averaging 19. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm get some. Uh, and Alphonse said that uh, Bobby Bobby Porter is killing. He is yeah. playing good for the Bucks. Blake said Jamal Murray. I'm gonna say the person that surprised me is Grant for sure. Yeah, like not no doubt about it. It's and, and it's crazy because the last time we talked on here, we was all on Christian Woods, Christian Woods, Christian Woods. Like you know, because they was promoting him more with the Rockets, but of course the Pistons doesn't get that same. Thing, but nah, Grant's gonna win most improved. It's already it's done. Like right now, it's over. Unless after this trade, Woods points go up more and he averaging like 28 or something like that, because now he's playing with John of Vic. But as of right now, it's Grant. Um, the team that surprised me the most right now, the team that surprised me is the Sixers. The Sixers look all right. The Sixers look all right. You know, uh, Doc is over there. They got a steal with Maxi. Um, Danny Green. I don't know if y'all saw what he did the other day. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had that bad game. Somebody was talking junk to him. And then uh, he said, I got three rings. You feel me? And then he came out the next game and uh, hit nine threes. Oh, so, I didn't know he did that the next day. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Three rings. Oh. Yeah, three. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, he came out the next day and hit nine threes, and they won an overtime overtime against Miami without no Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. But you know, I ain't gonna get into all of that. But they still, <laughs> no, I don't start that. He did, he did his thing. Um, Blake, you said Jamal Murray. I'm gonna tell you about Jamal Murray. You know, he he hasn't had that game yet so far this year. He hasn't. He hasn't had that type of, you know, that game. And the only reason why I'm speaking on that is because from what we saw in the bubble, Jamal Murray was going crazy. He was snapping. He was snapping. That night in, night out, snapping. I'm not saying that he need to average 40, but I was definitely thinking that. He be at 20. Yeah, he's at 20. He's at 20. Oh. But I was expecting him to make that leap. To be around 26, 27. Cause just Ooh. I'm just going off from what we saw. Like I'm you feel me? Like he I'm not saying like and like I don't know if that's called the uh the podcast of uh knuckleheads, uh Jason Tatum. I don't know if he was coming at Jamal Murray, but you know, he was saying there were some guys in the bubble saying I like, usually some guys playing different in the bubble. He was like, uh, oh, they don't, you know, I'm not word from word, but he's like they playing a little different in the bubble. Like, they don't normally do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't never, like, they ain't like, you know what I'm I saying? I think he was talking about, I thought he was talking about um, Tyler Hero. That's and who I thought he was talking about. Not not, not to his face, because they was all on the I don't team. know. I don't know. They lost it might have been a general statement, though. Yeah, I think, I think it was a general, but I mean, if we're going off it, the person who was really going bananas, like, because we can't, because uh, we're talking about the playoffs, we can't say it's TJ Warren because TJ no. Warren, they got out the first round. Like Jamal Murray went to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? And he was hey, stopping. Another person who we could be talking about, and me, Ray, and Jalen can talk about this. Cause I got I got mad respect for TJ Warren. But he did give Ben Simmons a 50 ball, a 50 piece McNugget. And <laughs> was, but TJ Warren been a bucket, though. Like, like that, though, but like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, did, we did the show last year. Well, we weren't officially the show yet. But when we did this last year or the beginning of the season, you don't remember me saying that TJ Warren was ranked like 58th and he was averaging 22 points a game. I was like, y'all are tripping. And the Pacers yeah. were like fourth or fifth in the East. 
Nah, you don't do you you TJ go get that bucket now. Oh, I see. You you put that biscuit in that basket. I had a few, you know, late clothes out, you know, and yeah, (laughs) he he did us dirty that day too. So I believe it. But bubble MVP is tough though. That's tough. And granted, it's the right it's the right situation, but. I do think more than one guy, like more than just a few guys, were acting out of character. Like, but he might he he might have been something Jamal Murray or Tyler Hero. I don't know. I don't think it was because there was there was on the same thing. That was on the same platform right there. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Tyler Hero like that though. Tyler Hero is like that. He is. I, I, I like that. I agree. Is Tyler Hero back to back thirty four point games like that. What you what you mean? Well, you I just don't know if he's a walking 30 ball. I just don't know if that's him. Cause that's where he was getting it put up as for a little while. Hey man, them Kentucky boys, if they if they know how to do one thing, they know how to go get a damn bucket. Jalen said once a bucket, always a bucket. Hey man, I was the believer that day. <laughs> you said you was the believer that day? The believer okay. that day. Um CJ McCullum is going bananas this year. He is playing filthy, filthy. CJ is going crazy right now. And the Blazers, uh, they they squeaking by some games. They winning. Um, I wish Sherm was here to talk about it with us, but he's not. We'll get to it whenever he come on the next segment. Now, I know it's early, but if CJ McCollum continues to keep playing like this, can you see the uh, Portland Trailblazers being a contender to come out the West? Well, to get to the Western Conference Finals, I'll say that Western Conference Finals. I mean, it's it's wide open. It's still wide open for me. I think they can make the Western Conference Finals. I think the Clippers can. I, I think the Nuggets maybe, and I think the Suns. Like it's wide open to me. Like I don't have a I don't have a for sure second team. I just know the Lakers are gonna be there. And they're winning in six, unless something crazy happens and another team, you know, stacks up. But I, I can see it. But it's at this point, man. It's I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably not though. But you never know. How you feeling, face CJ McCullum leading the way? Him and Dame could both be averaging 28 per points per game. So kind of the same way I've always felt. Um, I think they've got a chance to be pretty good. I just think I don't I it, I think everything relies with them with the consistency of those two and Nurkic. Like he's got to play well because I think he was who was killing in the bubble too for a little bit. Like he was OD. Like we were like, yo, he might be, you know, one of the best centers in the in the league. And he's been kind of relatively just there since then. And I think that's where they kind of undervalue Hassan Whiteside. Because Whiteside was the rim protector. They played them both at the same time. So that allowed Nurkic to kind of just do his thing, like kind of go out there and float around. So um, I think they got a chance to. I think they're anything close past the second round. I think if they get the right matchup, yeah. Um, but I can also see them losing in the first round if they get they play the right people. You know what I'm saying? So that's All right. <clears throat> um. We got to recap on it. We got to talk about it. Brandon, you wasn't in here the last time we talked about it, but the NFL playoffs, that's what's relevant right now. Um, the Bills defeated the Colts. The Browns upset it. The Steelers 
That was crazy. Coach Smith just came in. He said, MU pick number one. Respect. Hey, Coach Smith, yeah. we, already, we talked about it, Smitty. We already talked about it all. late, Coach Smith. We see you got to start having them boys out there in them late practices. We had we talked about that, Coach Smith. We already gave, we already gave y'all the respect, and I'm saying back to back. Go ahead and yeah, get it. Sir. Back to back. We need it, Coach. We need it. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, the Browns upset it. The Steelers. Um, Ravens beat the Titans, which you picked the Titans face. <laughs> face said I was out partying. I mean, as Coach Smith said, I was out partying. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. But um, and the Buccaneers defeated the Washington football team. So this weekend we have the Browns versus the Chiefs. Uh, who you think going to win, face? Browns or the Chiefs? Chiefs. What you think, Brandon? Come on, man. Chiefs. Okay. Um, yeah, Blake, it is. Time for Big Ben to go ahead and sit it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They look like some idiots, too, doing all this dancing and whatnot. They, well, that's they, what you call it. Oh, Corvette, Corvette, dude. Whatever that. Juju. Yeah. Juju. Well, is why would you do that? Well, well, he was doing that all year on TikTok. It became a thing, you know, once they played the the Bengals, everybody was all pissed off about it. But he was doing that all year. But he was and doing it in the middle of people's fields on the emblem. Yeah, okay. All, okay. All year. He was doing okay. it. He was doing that week one. He was to that song. He'd been doing that from the jump because he's a you know, he'd be TikToking and stuff like that. And what makes it worse is they went eleven and 0. I'm no football guru by no means, but the fans were going crazy. They was talking, they were Super Bowlers, Ringers, all that. And for them to go out like that to the Browns, to, to Baker, a lot of – How did you Baker? Big Ben been in the league for for a long time. And if you're – and if I'm going to sit up here and tell you that his last playoff game could be losing to the Browns, do you know how crazy that sounds? Like, <laughs> that sounds crazy. It's a bad way to go. Bad. It should be his last football game. I think it's. I think it's. You know, he's been he's been on the decline where he's had some good games, but he's been on on the slow decline for like five years. So it's about that time for him. He was hurt and, too. And the Steelers have always done that. Like they play really well in the regular season, then it's like all of a sudden you get the playoffs, and it's like, bro was good. I will say this: I was shocked that the Seahawks lost. I was very shocked. I, I definitely had them going to potentially the NFC Championship game, and I was kind of surprised that they lost. Oh, yeah, Brandon, I'm glad, because all year you was Russ MVP, Russ MVP. What, what, what you got to say about that? They let me down. They let me down. That's all. Just like the Clippers let me down. They let me down. <laughs> but the Clippers the suck. Weeks, though, it did look promising, but Clippers suck. They suck. God. God, they're awful. Well, they play the Pelicans soon. They about to play in a couple minutes before we uh get off. So we're gonna give our prediction on that. The uh Nets just beat the uh the Knicks just now. Oh, and the Nets that night that we picked it. I was oh, going oh, I, I picked the Nets and the Nets We're gonna get to that. The Nets won with no Kyrie. With no Kyrie or Kevin Durant. No, <laughs> Katie didn't, yeah. Katie didn't play. Katie didn't play, yeah. Um Bills versus the Ravens. Who you got, Face? Who is in Buffalo? Yep, and it may be snowing. If it's snowing, and I hate to say it like this, if it's snowing, I got uh, the Bills. 
because that puts the game in Lamar's hands a lot because, you know, he doesn't – he's got a good arm. He's, he's moderately accurate, but um, I think that favors the Bills tremendously. He has zero experience playing in the snow. Yeah. So, um, and, yeah, I, 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 I don't like Allen like that. I don't dislike him. I just don't, I, I, I don't know. I feel like he's lightning in a bar. He's got some Carson Wentz to me and him. You know how I feel about Carson Wentz. Ooh. High risk, high reward, dude. That's what he is. High risk, high reward. He's just tapping in on the reward. Like he's making takes chances. Maybe not as much as Carson Wentz. Not as much. Um, but I'm just not, I'm not crazy on him. But they do have old buddy Stefan Diggs. So, I mean, if you got him out there, you got a chance to win games. So, like that. Um, yeah, he's like that. Yeah, I'm going with the. I, I, if it's snowing, like especially like heavy snow, then I'm going with the Bills. If not, is Baltimore's defense going to be the same? Because if it is, but Tennessee doesn't have a receiver, like I mean, it's easy to have. Pretty good. Tennessee has two receivers, Corey Davis and Aaron Brown. Yeah, but not like Diggs. Got to fight like Diggs out there, and it's easier when you have to plan for a running back. It's easier. I mean, it's just what it is. It's easier. I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bills, regardless, both ways. Brandon, it's time to shut the haters up. Let's go. Let's go, Lamar. All right. Um, Green Bay versus the Rams. Who you got, face? Discount double check, baby. (laughs) Discount double check. (laughs) Discount double check. I always rock with the Packers, man. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised because um, I think they've kind of crept. Their, what are they? Twelve and four. I think they kind of crept their way to that too. So oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Games, I think. Two and so three. yeah, but I got. I think the Packers. I think they'll win. Mm. I agree. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll can get a team hot at the right time, though. I mean, you said, you know you said Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, the coach for the Seahawks. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. So the Seahawks usually when they make some noise, that's when they kind of get it rolling. But I still like the I like the uh oh no you it's the Rams and I'm tripping. Yeah, it's the Rams. It's the Rams. Um no, I'm going with the uh I'm going with the Packers. You got the I'm Packers too, Brandon? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers might be my might be the real MVP. So he is the MVP. Yeah. Um and then last but, last but not least, we, we this is the first time it has ever happened. Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Uh, the Saints have defeated the Buccaneers two times this year, and now they meet up for the third time. Who will win this game, Buccaneers or Saints? Face? Mm-hmm. Very tough. It is. Tom Brady said that he was um, – <clears throat> this is his first time being with Tampa Bay. Drew Brees – Potentially could be retiring. This is tough. This is this is tough. I, I'm I, since you're thinking a lot, a lot. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I don't see you beating Tom three times. God, that's what I just don't want to bet against Tom Brady. Nah, I just don't. I don't think that's the right thing to do. Three times, <laughs> not the wisest thing to do. <laughs> no, and that's kind of what I'm leaning towards because, like, he gonna get out there and he is gonna. I mean, top playoff Tom Brady is. Elite, like unless he's going up against Eli, but you know. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, well, you're great. You're great. 
So they ain't on the no fly list. Then we oh chill, watch out, yo. If they have no fly list, then we'll see them boys play. Hey, they said they. I'm not gonna say that on this show. I'm not gonna say that. They said <laughs> that, no. I'm gonna say it. They, <laughs> they said that, that they said that that game was the Republican Bowl, bro. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I don't see a lot of people say that, but you know, to each his own, man. Tom Brady likes Migos, so he good with me. <laughs> so you got Tom? Yeah, I'm going with Tom. Who you got, Brandon? I'm with you, man. It's tough to beat Tom Brady three times in a row. Same season. Nah, I'm going with the I'm going with the Bucks, man. My boy <laughs> should be in there playing, but who's who, your boys? I mean, realistically, no, I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just a, a sad fan. You uh, let the let, let the viewers know who your boys are. I, I root I root for the home state, man. You know the Panthers, man. You know I, I root for them. We, we got we got some time to go, man. We, as face will say, we suck. But yeah, uh, yeah. man, <laughs> yeah, we, we we suck. But, uh, we and that's okay. Okay. All right, I got the I got the Chiefs, the Ravens. I think Lamar. It's time to shut the haters up. I'm glad you said it that way. Um, the Bills have a hard time guarding the, guarding the run. Lamar's going to run all over them, J.K. Dobbins. And, of course, Dig and Allen going to do their thing, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Josh Allen throw – he's going to throw a pick this weekend. I, I'll bet on that. He'll throw a pick. Two, I don't know. We'll see what happens with there. Now, uh, the, the, the cap it off, our records for the year. Uh, Sherman's not here to give his prediction, so we're going to keep it going on. Face, last week you picked the Nets and the Nuggets. Um, and Brandon, you picked the Sixers and the Nuggets. Brandon, you was undefeated on the year, but you took two L's last week. So now you're at two and two. I took Brooklyn and the Nuggets, and I'm two and three. And Face, you're three and two. So for tonight's game, that's about to start in about 10 minutes. Clippers or the Pelicans? I think the Pelicans are going to upset. I'm I'm taking the upset. Where's the game? The game the game is uh it's in LA. Clippers. I think the and Zion's not playing. I think the Pelicans. Oh, Clippers. <laughs> Where's that? Where's the game at? Well, LA. It's in LA. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just think they wouldn't have an answer for Zion. I I picked the Pelicans if Zion played because they wouldn't have an answer for him. But me. I don't know. I'm going with the Clippers, though. Okay. And uh, tomorrow's game, TNT, Rockets versus the Spurs. Is everybody – do people get to play tomorrow? I don't know the full details on that yet because, you know, the trade happened today, so I don't know yeah, how – Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, well, not, ne- no, not necessarily. I mean, you know, they fly dudes in, ex- get them in, charter that flight, and get them in, <laughs> tell them to get there and get ready. Um, I'm gonna say you said against the Spurs. Against the Spurs, Derek White is out, right? Broke his toe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you still got everybody else. Doesn't matter where it's at. I'm gonna go Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, I'm gonna go Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm with you guys on that. I'm. I'm gonna say the Spurs. Even if Karis Levert and them play, I'm staying with the Spurs. Then the night game, we got the Warriors versus the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets need to win more. 
I just don't know who's playing, who's not. I think the Nuggets need that win though, because they they they're on the outside looking in. So they they I bet they messed me over last week. But I'm gonna go with them this week. I'm gonna go Nuggets as well. I'm gonna trust the Nuggets. Um, and Steph, I think Steph's gonna have a, a monster game though, because he played really bad the other day. So I think he's gonna have a monster game. <clears throat> he missed like what 16 shots in a row or something like that. 14 yeah. shots in a row. And he didn't end the game off well too. Yeah, I guess I'm different with you guys. I'm going with the Warriors. I think Steph have a breakout game. I think we'll possibly see him go for maybe 30 to 35 points. If he get more than what the hell, we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> but I got the Warriors. So that's that's it for today. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tune in as always. Share. Let everybody know what's going on. If you have any questions that you want us to an- to be answered on anytime we go live, make sure you DM me. We'll get the job going on. Most of the time that we be talking about these uh, topics, it be coming from people who be, you know, throwing in questions. So anything you guys got to say before I let it off? Free Brad Bill, man. Chill. Word to Tim Duncan. Free Brad Bill. Huh? Word to Tim Duncan. Word hey, 35... 35- Oh my God! <laughs> Thirty-five a night, man. Come on, man. Free that man. And I and I and and I know we said we're gonna stop talking about him, but you need to look out for LeBron James possibly being MVP at this age right, right now. He's going. He's like him, him, or, him or Embiid are at the top. Do not put your head back and you. Embiid. No, Embiid is going crazy. He is he's like, right. He's not gonna play. Be playing like that in a month. He's not. You keep saying that about people, and they do it. No, no. Embiid is not going to be playing like that in a month. I'm you telling just said you. that Joker wouldn't average a triple-double, and now you respect Joker. No, I do. I do. I do. But I, I have never, never liked Embiid. Never have. It's too inconsistent, man. So we'll see how he does. But word to Tim Duncan, bro. Oh, God. And watch out for LeBron playing like he's going to be MVP. Yeah, he's killing. If, he, if, we, if the MVP got given out today, though, I don't think LeBron would get it. I think they'd give it to uh, Embiid. No, it will be Embiid. He's number one. You don't think he's Steph? He's number one. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're looking at. It be going crazy. Let me look at this fool Steph. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm gonna just tell you this face. Yesterday he did a between the legs, pull up, made it, sent it to overtime. God, he's so young too, man. He just this year he's averaging 20. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Ten games, 27-12 on 54% from the field. That's tough. 54% from the field. 39 from three. Yeah, that is tough. 86 from the free throw line. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> this is going crazy. But that's all for, for tonight, man. Appreciate everybody. Um, what it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what we got to say, join the debate. Copy.